Everybody listen. The man is just about to say it. Yeah, let's everybody listen. Rinso, the new Rinso with Solium brings you the Amos and Andy Show. <laughs> The soap that contains solium, the sunlight ingredient, brings you a full half hour of entertainment with Lou Lubin, Eddie Green, James Basquette, the Jubilaires, Jeff Alexander's orchestra and chorus, and radio's all-time favorites, Amos and Andy. And now, Lever Brothers Company, the makers of Rinso, invite you to sit back. Relax and enjoy Amos and Andy. This is the time of year when most women think about replenishing their wardrobe, and the kingfisher's wife, Sapphire, is no exception. Right now, she has just returned from her dressmakers and is telling her husband about the new outfit she has ordered. George, you ought to see the new coat I'm getting. I seen it on a model today, and it looks just like one of them army trench coats. Yeah, well, it might look like a trench coat on a model, but I guarantee when you put it on, it'll look like a barracks bag. George, <laughs> I'm just trying to look glamorous. Yeah, so is the hippopotamus, but he ain't getting nowhere with it. <laughs> well, now, you listen to me, George. The dressmaker's going to start cutting my dress and coat tomorrow, and if I don't give her the money, she'll give the material to somebody else. You talking about spending a lot of money for a dress and a coat. Here I is running around in these old rags. Oh, what you talking about? Right now, you're wearing a perfectly good pre-war suit. Pre-war. Listen, woman, you're going to have to dig pretty far back in history to find a war that this suit was the pre-war. <laughs> I think it was part of a shipment of bundles to Yorktown. That's what I mean. Well, I don't care nothing about that. I don't order the clothes, and I want you to get me the money, and that's all there is to it. Well, if you want the clothes, why don't you get a job and earn the money? Me? Why, you big bum, why don't you get a job? I had the idea about you first. Stop. I'm, getting... <laughs> I'm getting out of this house, that's what I mean. Oh, me. I'm sick of it around this here house. I think I'll get a hold of Andy and take a walk in the park. <laughs> Kingfish, why'd you ask me to walk here in Central Park with you? Cause I was augusted the way things is around my house, Dan, and I want to take a little walk in the park here with somebody that ain't always arguing with me. Uh, has you been fighting with Sapphire again? Yeah, she's been on my neck all week. But the other day, I tried to be real sweet to her. When I got home that night, I decided no matter what you say to me, I'd say, darling, I was the happiest man in the world. Yeah. She mumbled something at me, and I said, darling, I was the happiest man in the world, and right away, I was in trouble again. How come? Turned out that what she mumbled was that her mama fell down the steps and broke her leg. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, it's nice out here in the park by the lake, ain't it? Yeah, let's sit you on the grass and watch the ducks in the water there. Sure is a mess of them there, ain't it? Help! Help! Hey, what was that? What was Help! that? Help! I'm drowning! Andy, look. That old man done fell in the lake there and is struggling in the water. Quick, Andy, jump in and save him. You save him, Kingfish. No, you save him. I got on my good shoes. Well, I was afraid, Kingfish. Help! Well, I can't stand here and see a man drown. If you ain't gonna do nothing, I is. Here goes. Kingfish, you have done pushed me in the water. Oh. <laughs> well, that's the story, Henry. Andy pulled the man out of the lake, and just before he left, he gave us his card and told us to uh, get in touch with him. His name is Cyrus Randolph. Oh, yes, he's the wealthy multimillionaire. He is known on Wall Street as the big financier. 
No. You know, Andy ought to get several hundred dollars reward for that. Yeah, I wish I could get it, because my wife's been buying some clothes, and i got to get some money. Mm. Hey, Henry, uh, I just had a thought, you. Uh, yeah. That Miss Randolph was so dear from the water and everything, I don't think he knew which one of us rescued him. Well, that being the case, if you got to the old gentleman before Andy, you could get the reward yourself. Yeah, and I told, uh... And it uh, go home and stay in bed so he wouldn't catch cold from getting wet, you see, and that's what he want to do. Yes, well, there you is. If you could keep him in bed, that would give you a chance to get the reward. Yeah, that's what I'll do. I'll go up and convince Andy that he is sick, and I'll have time to go up to Miss Randolph and beat him to the money. <laughs> well, uh, glad my friend had uh, the printing shop that printed me these quarantine cards here. Yeah, I got a hammer nail, so I'll get on in Andy's room. Come in. Well, good morning, Andy. Uh, you was a little early, Kingfish. You caught me in bed. Oh, uh, yes, I know. Uh, my deepest sympathy, Andy. Hey, what is that you was nailing on my door? Uh, Andy, a man from the Board of Health asked me to put this quarantine card on your door. Uh, why is I quarantined? Andy, you went into Lake yesterday to pull Mr. Randolph out. I don't know if you remember it or not, but there was about six or eight dead ducks floating on the surface of the water. Holy smoke, did I pollute the water that bad? <laughs> no, no, Andy, the ducks polluted you, that's what happened. What do you mean? Andy, you always heard about people in South America catching the disease from parrots, parrot fever. Yeah? Well, you got something worse, duck fever. Oh, me. Is your show king? Oh, yeah, Andy, the minute you come out of the lake, the Board of Health man tested the water for germs. It was loaded with ducteria. They're just full of it. <laughs> ducteria germs, huh? Yeah, and the man took a drop of the water and let me squint at it through a microscope. You ain't never seen nothing like it in your life. You mean there was germs swimming around in there? No, Andy, there were so many germs, there wasn't room for them to swim. They was all treading water. <laughs> Wait a minute, Kingfish. You mean to say that I could get this disease just from jumping in the water where the ducks was? Oh, yes, and the duck fever is one of the most contagious diseases known to science. If you die from it, they won't allow you to be buried in the cemetery. They'll have to take you out to sea in a tugboat and dump you like a load of garbage. Oh, yeah, they're careful about that. Yeah, but as you show that I really got this duck fever. Uh, well, you can't tell in this early stage. The thing for you to do is to stay in bed three, four days and watch for the symptoms. What kind of symptoms? Well, you know how with hydrophobia you start foaming at the mouth and acting like a dog. Yeah, I hear the people doing that, all right. Well, with uh, duck fever, you was in trouble when you start quacking and sleeping with your head under your arm. That's when you get <laughs> Yeah, well, I'll watch for that. Yeah, what you really know is you got it when you wake up some morning and you got a feeling you want to fly south for the winter. That's when you know you got it. <laughs> well, I guess I'd better stay in bed, all right, if it's that serious. But how about Mr. Randolph? I was supposed to go up there and get the reward for saving him. Well, now, don't worry about that, Ann. At a time like this, your health is more important. Yeah, I guess you're right. But what must I do if I see any symptoms of this duck fever coming on? Well, there's only one thing you can do, Ann. Just waddle over to a telephone, call the Board of Health, and tell them to get the tugboat ready. That's all you can do. Oh, me. Well, so long, brother Ann. i got to be running along now. Uh, oh, boy, that worked great. All i got to do now is to go up to Mr. Randolph, collect that reward for myself before Andy can get there. This is just a plain case of... The early bird catches the worm. And while the sun shines, it's time for you to make hay. Yes, it's a good, 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 good day. Yes, it's a good day for singing a song. And it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. I'll let anything go wrong. Well, it's a good day from morning to night. It's 
it's a whale of a thing. Cause it's a good thing for shining your shoes. And it's a mighty fine day for losing your blues. Everything to gain and nothing to lose. Cause it's a good day from morning till night. Whoa, well, I said to the sun, good morning, sun. figuring out what to say to you folks, a woman said, Mr. Lake, exactly what is this solium that's in New Rinso? Well, I said, look, only a scientist would appreciate the formula. What fascinates women is the truly remarkable results you get with a New Rinso containing solium. Here's what happens. White clothes come more dazzling white than when they were new. Washable colors get even brighter than new. New Rinso with solium puts sunshine in your wash. What's more, even a wash that's dried indoors gleams with amazing brilliance. Yes, that's what solium is, a wonderful scientific sunlight ingredient that makes it possible for safe new Rinso to do all that. No wonder people all over the world buy more Rinso than any other soap. There's nothing like it. New Rinso with solium. <laughs> How you feeling, son? Oh, I have bad off, Amos. Don't come near me. I got a courageous disease. <laughs> I've been laying here quacking with the duck fever for six hours. Uh, you say the duck fever? Yeah, I pulled a man out of the lake and he was full of bacteria. They put the fellow under a microscope and there I was, treading water. <laughs> Look here, now listen, Andy. I done heard all about this venom thing and the reward, too. And I don't think you were sick. I think the kingfish is trying to keep you in bed so he can go up and get the reward money yourself. I believe you got an idea there, Amos. That's just what the kingfish is doing. Duck fever. I'll fix that kingfish. Now, what is he going to do? I'm going to get out of bed, waddle over, and punch him in the nose. Okay, fish, highs, highs. Oh, come in, Gabby, the politician. Say, what is that button you got on your coat lapel there with a picture of a brand new automobile on it? Oh, that's the new insignia of our party, the new political insignia. Oh. You see, the Republicans, just, they, they just got a great big old lumpy elephant. The Democrats ain't got nothing but a bony old donkey, a bony old donkey. Yeah, but why is your insignia of your party a 1949 car? <laughs> <laughs> well, we figured long we're going to take the people for a ride. They might as well be comfortable. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
Hey, I think you got something there, Gabby. Say, what you doing so dressed up, King Fish? Well, Gabby, I got a important appointment to see a man bought a reward for rescuing him from drowning in the Park Lake. Oh, well, he ought to pay you a nice reward for that. Yeah, well, that's what I worry about, Gabby. I don't know how much you're going to give me. Well, if you want to make sure to get a lot of money, all you got to do is tell him about all the valuable things you had on you when you dove in the water. He's got to make good on them. Yeah, that's a good idea. The stuff I lost in the rescue. You know, Kingfish, speaking of rescue, and I used to be a lifeguard at the beach. You was a lifeguard? Yeah, and one day while I was sitting up on the lifeguard tower, I was looking through my binoculars, and I seen a beautiful girl about 200 yards away. It was a stormy day, and I thought she might get in trouble. Oh, yeah. I climbed down from my tower. I covered the 200 yards to her as quick as I could, and I put my arm around her waist, and I said to her, hold on to me tight, and I'll hold on to you tight. I said, don't struggle, don't struggle. But you know, Kingfish, I lost my job on account of that. Uh, well, tell me why, Gavin. <laughs> she wasn't in the water at the time. Uh, well, old Gabby had a good idea there. Now, let me make out a list of the stuff I had on me when I uh, lost it in the water. Kingfish, I want to see you. We're going to have it out right now to a finish. Now, wait a minute, Anna, wait a minute. What you doing out of bed with duck fever? If a game warden see you, he put you right in the hospital. <laughs> Don't give me that duck fever stuff. I know what your racket is. You're trying to get the reward, and I'm going to punch you right in the nose. Well, now, here. wait a minute, Anna, wait a minute, uh, Dad. Don't, don't stick your fist under my nose. I, I was doing it for your own good. Uh, I figured you might accept $10 from the rich man for saving him, and I could go up there and maybe get four, five hundred. Oh, well, that's different. Yeah, and to show you that I was on the level with you, Andy, I'll only take half of everything I get over $10. Yeah, well, why didn't you say that in the first place? Yeah. It's a deal, Kingfish. Come on, let's go up and see Mr. Randolph. Yeah. Well, now, this is the swanky hotel, Andy, and here's Mr. Randolph's room right here. Yeah, I'll knock on the door. Yeah, now remember, Andy, like I was explaining to you, we got to make him think that we suffered a big loss in saving him out of the lake, you see. You had a lot of valuables in your pocket when you jumped in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, uh how you do, Mr. Randolph? I'm George Stevens, and this is Mr. Andrew H. Brown, the man to save your life with me supervising. Yeah, sir. How you do? Oh, yes, yes. Do come in. I shall always feel indebted to you men for the rest of my life. Uh, won't you both sit down? Oh, yeah, sir, yeah, sir. I'll sit here, and you can sit over there, unselfish hero. <laughs> Uh, if you care to smoke, Mr. Brown, there's an ashtray at your elbow. No, uh, thank you. I'll take this big butt laying right here on the edge. <laughs> well, Mr. Brown, I, I certainly want to thank you for saving my life. And for a deed like that, I, I hardly know how to reward you. Yeah, well, uh, of course, Miss Randolph, we wouldn't dream of accepting any monetary reimbursements, uh, would we, Mr. Brown? No, no, no. We just come up here for the cash. Uh, <laughs> I tell you, uh, a hero Brown uh, is considered crude to talk about money in front of a man that's just been saved from a watery grave. Oh, oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah, you mustn't talk about it. Let's not remind Mr. Randolph... Dad, if it, we hadn't come along and saved him, he would now be stretched out like a dead mackerel. Yeah, yeah, let's don't remind him of it, that's right. Oh, I don't mind discussing it, now that it's all over. Oh, Mr. Randolph, it was certainly a thrilling sight to see Mr. Brown go into action. As soon as he heard your pitiful cry for help, he threw the caution to the wind and went right into the Australian crawl, didn't you, Mr. Brown? Yeah. Of course, when I got in the water, though, I stopped crawling and started to swim. <laughs> Well, Mr. Brown, you have definitely done me a service, and I'm going to reward you. 
But I have no idea how to judge the value of a noble deed like this. Well, frankly, I ain't got no idea myself how to judge what it's worth. Uh, oh, by the way, Mr. Brown, what time is it? Uh, well, I ain't got no idea, Mr. Stevens. Don't you remember? I lost my watch in the water when I jumped in to save Mr. Randolph. Oh, you don't mean to say that you lost that beautiful 46 jewel solid platinum watch with the emerald gem on it? Yep, that's it. The one with the diamond numbers on the face and the solid gold Mickey Mouse in the center. Oh, well, now I know why you can't tell the time. Yeah, you... Well, I'm certainly sorry to hear, Mr. Brown, that in saving me, you lost a valuable watch. Yeah, well, let's not get upset, Miss Randolph. Of uh, course, if you feel responsible, that watch can be replaced in a second for $300. <laughs> yeah, and don't worry about the $30 shoes that were sucked off my feet by quicksand when I jumped in neither. <laughs> oh, that's too bad, Mr. Brown. Uh, of course, that's only part of Mr. Brown's losses. Uh, I hate to mention it, but I lost a $125 portable radio myself. Uh, I was listening to one of them afternoon programs at the time of the accident. Hmm. But uh, how could a radio figure in the rescue? Well, you see, when we first see you struggling in the water, you hollered, throw me something. And in the excitement, I throwed you the radio. <laughs> uh, you grabbed for it, but it was too heavy to float, and you and young Widow Brown went down together. That's what happened. <laughs> well, uh, uh, getting back to the reward, gentlemen, it's obvious that it would be an insult to try to reimburse you with money. Well, now, wait a minute, sir. We use pretty hard to insult, you know. Uh... <laughs> oh, no, I, I think I have a solution to the problem. I'm going to do something that will bring even more satisfaction to, to men of your position. Yes, uh, what's that? Well, I know that you men must contribute to many worthy organizations. And so if you'll just give me the name of your favorite cause, I'll write them out a check for $500. Mm, yeah. <laughs> well, you see, Mr. Randolph, we got so many worthy causes that we're going to have to sift through them, you know, and call you tomorrow. Hmm. All right, I'll expect your call. And it'll be a great pleasure for me. Yeah, sir. Thank you, gentlemen, and good day. Yeah, good day, sir. So long, Mr. Randolph. You know, Kingfish, the next time I see a fellow drowning, I'm going to dive down to him with a blank check and one of them pens that's right underwater. Yeah. Now, here's an amazing money-saving offer. With two box tops or wrappers from any Lieber product, Rinso, Spry, Life Boy, Swan, Silver Dust, Lux, or Lux Flakes, you can save up to 50% on finest quality Regal aluminum wear. Regal wear is heavy-duty, pure aluminum, beautifully modern, with no-burn Bakelite handles. Sunray finished inside, silver bright outside, built for years of service. For two box tops and 75 cents, you can get two round, deep, durable, 8-inch layer cake pans, or for two box tops and one dollar, you can get a beautiful extra heavy nine-inch frying pan. Or for two box tops and one dollar, you can get a two-quart covered saucepan. The address is Lieber Brothers Company, Box 1, New York City. Shipment will be made within three weeks postpaid. This offer is limited to the United States, Alaska, and Hawaii, subject to state and local regulations. Your dealer has handy order blanks and complete details. So see him right away. And remember that address... Lieber Brothers Company, Box 1, New York City. Well, Stonewall the lawyer. Ah, uh, yeah, c- come in, Kingfish. <laughs> yeah, are you busy? Uh, well, I'm defending a client accused of murder here, see. 
One of the strangest cases I ever handled. Yeah, well, uh, what's strange about it? Well, the, the victim was found in a room. There were no windows. There was no footprints of any kind leaving the house. The door was locked from the inside. And the police had to break it down to get in. Yeah, well, why did they blame your client? They found him in the room with the body. Oh. <laughs> now, when I look, Stonewall, I got a problem. Me and Andy pulled some rich fellow out of the lake in the park. Now, he's willing to give us a reward for it, but he insists on giving it to one of my pet causes that we is interested in, you see. Yeah, well, you ain't got no problem there, Kingfish. All you got to do is make up your own cause. Yeah, I think I see. Uh, wait a minute. Uh, exactly what is he driving at? Well, for instance, now, tell him that you're interested in sending fellows to college. Call it the Stephen Scholarship Foundation or something like that. Yeah, that's a great idea, Stonewall. I'll do it. Yeah, and uh, maybe after I get my hands on the money, I can find some way to freeze Andy out of the whole mess. Yeah. Well, I got to get going, yes. Yeah? I'm always doing something for somebody. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, where are you going now? Well, I got to go up and sing, sing again, talk to the parole board. I've been up there every month for the last 18 months. Yeah, well, why did you have to go up there every month and talk to him? Who is you trying to get out? Nobody. I'm on probation. Oh, <laughs> Well, man, when Mr. Randolph going to be here any second now, and we got to convince him that we is running a scholarship foundation. Well, why has we got Shorty the barber in the other room? Well, now, he is going to help us. Shorty going to help us. Yeah, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Here comes Mr. Randolph down the hall. Look at him. Yeah, well, come in, Mr. Randolph. Be with him in just a second. Uh, well, Miss Brown, getting back to our favorite worthy cause, we got three boys left over to send to college. Well, so this is your favorite cause, sending boys to college. Uh, do you do this on a large scale? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. This is just an average week. And we has already sent four boys to Notre Dame, two boys to Johns Hopkins, and three to Arthur Murray's. Yes, sir. Yeah, education is reporting, all right. Uh, uh, tell me, Mr. Stevens, how did you ever happen to get interested in sending these boys to college? Well, me and Mr. Brown never had the chance of going to college, uh, and it makes it kind of tough, too. We find not being college men... Uh, Kind of leaves us out of things. Uh, what do you mean, Mr. Stevens? Well, for instance, when we go to a football game, everybody waves a pennant from their own alma mater. There's the fellas from Yale on one side of the stadium waving the Yale pennant. The fellas from Harvard on the other side waving the Harvard pennant. There, me and Mr. Brown sits alone in the bleachers waving the pennant from the Green Bay Packers. You see that? <laughs> yeah, we is out of things, all right. At a football game, they won't even sell us a chrysanthemum. Uh, yes, I see what you mean. Oh, everybody goes to college. Even my own wife went to college. Did she get a degree? Oh, yes, sir. Graduated with honors. Magna cum laude most. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me, uh, do you ever see any of these boys after they get out of college? Well, see any of the boys after they get... Oh, uh, yeah, the truth of the matter is we're waiting for a student now. Uh, I say we're waiting for a student. Say, that sounds like the Harvard knock. Come in. Andy, look, can this sophisticated, polished young man be the same ragged bum we sent to Harvard? Mr. Randolph, four years ago, we found this intelligent young man with this outstanding mind. We gave him the tuition and sent him to Harvard. Tell us, young man, how was your four years at Harvard? Well, it, it was one of the most delightful. It was the best of four years of my life. It was the most valuable that you. I, 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 
I couldn't find the place. You couldn't find the place. Uh, no, I, I, I got on the wrong train and ended up at Princeton. <laughs> well, anyway, you got in an alma mater someplace. Yeah, so sending boys to college is great, all right. Yeah, not, not, not just what it's done for me, but, but, but what it's done for others, too. Uh, what do you mean? Well, when my, when my father was young, he, he was nothing but a plain street cleaner. Then someone, someone took an interest in him and sent him to college for four years. He, he done so well that they give him a postgraduate course for another four years. Eight years in college. Well, I guess today your father is a pretty important man. Well, I'll say he's the only street cleaner in town that goes to fraternity meetings. <laughs> well, Shorty, we are so glad that you've done so well up at Princeton. Yes, it was a pleasure to pay your tuition because we got great reports on you. Yeah, there's one thing at Princeton, though, that, that I didn't like. And uh, what was that, may I ask? Well, I, I, I found the faculty was... Uh, the law school was, was entirely... The, the method of education... The, 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 the camp of the school... I, 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 no girls. <laughs> so, so you see, Mr. Randolph, that is our worthy cause. If that's the way you want it, that's fine. I'll have a check here tomorrow for $500. Oh, who shall I make it payable to? George Stevens. Wait a minute. Well, sir. I'll explain it to you later, Andy. Now, wait a minute. Let him take out the check to George Stevens. Ah, oh, here's the check for $500 made payable to me. I just called Sapphire and told her to order to close. Now, I just got to arrange so Andy won't get nothing here. Oh, oh, come in, Andy. Hey, Kingfish, did that check get you? Oh, yes, Andy, I got the check right here. Yeah, well, tell me something. Explain to me why you done had that check made out to you, would Well, it? Andy, look here now. I done took this $500 check down to the judge at the city hall, and I got a ruling on it. According to the drowning laws, you ain't entitled to one penny of this, uh... uh wait a minute. Uh, hello, George Stevens speaking. Mr. Stevens, I understand that Mr. Cyrus Randolph was up visiting you. Do you happen to know where he is now? No, I don't. Uh, who is this anyway? Well, this is the Hopewell Sanitarium. Mr. Randolph is one of our patients. He ran away and rented a hotel room somewhere and seems to be up to his old tricks. Mm, what do you mean? And a worthless check. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and if you run across him again, just call us up here at the Hopewell Sanitarium and we'll come up and pick him up. Yeah, okay, goodbye. Yeah, well. Now, Kingfish, uh, what would you tell me just before that phone rung about the reward money? Well, uh, I was trying to explain to you, Andy, that uh, I went down to City Hall with this judge, and the judge said that you ought to have the whole mess. And uh, I go endorse this check over to you right now, and all I ask him from you is a measly $25 uh, for all the work I done done on the case. <laughs> well, that sounds fair enough. Yeah, here's the $25 in cash. Oh, thank you, Andy, and here's the check. Well, now, Andy, now that I got the cash in my pocket, I got news for you. Uh, that phone call was from the Hopewell Sanitarium. They was looking for Randolph. For what? His check ain't no good. So since talking to them, I thought of giving you this worth of check and getting $25 in cash. <laughs> I just organized the idea a few seconds ago. Yeah, well, I got news for you, Kingfish. That was my friend on the telephone. I organized the Hopewell Sanitarium. <laughs>
Andy, the hardest thing in the world to fool is a woman. And yeah, you're right, Amos, you're right. That's why our announcer, Mr. Lake, don't never try no fancy language. He just speaks the simple truth. And the truth, ladies, amazing as it may sound, is that new Renso with Solium actually gets white clothes whiter than new. And washable colors brighter than new. Even on rainy days, even when wash is dried indoors, Rinso with Solium puts sunshine in your wash. See for yourself. Try new Rinso. The only soap with a scientific sunlight ingredient, Solium. Good night, folks. See you next Tuesday. Don't let them whisper about you. Don't let them whisper. B.O. Escape embarrassment. Get the only soap especially made to stop B.O. The soap used in the homes of 40 million Americans. A mild, refreshing soap with an exclusive purifying ingredient. This is M.B.